All right, so we've just uh, finished round one of the AFL season for 2018, and I'm just going to give a rundown of my thoughts on uh, each of the games. Um, talk about a couple of the talking points that uh, come out of last weekend's of uh, football. Um, so first of all, it's just round one. Um, it's a sort of a double-edged sword. Uh, it's early on in the season. Um, a lot of teams that lost can make up the um, their loss in you know further rounds. Um, teams like Adelaide and West Coast and Melbourne. Um, these narrow games could be the difference of of being fifth or fourth on the ladder, making the finals um, as, you know, West Coast and Melbourne sort of vied for eighth and ninth last year. Um, so let's talk about the games. Uh, the quality of the matches overall um, has improved in the JLT series. That's uh, no big surprise. Um, these games actually mean something now, so that's, that's quite good. Uh, a lot of the teams were kicking around, you know, 80, 90, 100 points. Um, I think we're going to, you know, have a good good year of football this year. Um, Carlton in particular, kicking five goals straight against uh, Richmond. We can talk about how part of it was umpire-assisted, but, you know, they played up until probably five minutes until the fourth quarter, and then it's kind of, you know, died away a little bit. Um but I don't think it was a case of Melbourne just giving up. Uh, sorry, um, Carlton giving up. I think it's more like Richmond just kind of stepping up in the fourth quarter. Um, Dusty kicking a captain's goal, and ever since then, um, ever since that happened, uh, Carlton just couldn't keep up at all. Um, Essendon and Crows games. I think it was an okay uh, showing from both teams. Um, Essendon just did the same sort of thing. They just managed to step it up, and the Crows just sort of died a lot more um, in the fourth quarter. Uh, than Carlton did against Richmond. Um, but Crows really need to step it up if they're going to be competitive for next week against Richmond. Um, Ports and Dockers, I think like the Dockers, that uh, was a fairly average game on them. And Port played really well, especially the new recruits um, they got over the summer. Uh, the Melbourne and Geelong game, um, that, was, that was entertaining. Uh, people were talking about... Um, uh, the two talking points were Ablett uh, getting 39 possessions and uh, Max Gorn's um, miss right at the end. I'll just cover those. I'll come back to that in a second. Um, Sydney and West Coast was, again, a highly entertaining game. Uh, it's just more... Um, I, do, I, do, I do want to touch on uh, Buddy's eight goals uh, just uh, quickly. Um, again, I'll come back to that in a second. Uh, Hawthorne Collingwood, I think, I th- like from what I saw, um, especially the other part of the game, it was more or less even. Uh, once Hawthorne got on top, though, that was it, man. They just ran away. Saints and Lions, yeah, there was nothing special. I didn't, I didn't well, at least I didn't think so. Um, there's highlights from both teams as well. I saw, like, Charlie Cameron, uh, my mate Charlie, though. Um, have a, got a couple of good goals. It's good to see him um, sort of lift up the Lions a little bit because the Lions were pathetic last year. And they weren't great in the JLT series either. Um, the North Melbourne Gold Coast game, I'm just going to largely sort of uh, sidestep. It was just basically a washout. It's just a bad game of football. Uh, I'm not sure if it was uh, the conditions, because that was just, yeah, that, that was, it was a swimming pool. Um, or if that was, you know, bad skills from each team, I'd probably think um, I'd like a combination of both. Um, and the Bulldogs and GWS, I mean, like, the Bulldogs were just fucking hammered. Um, there's just... No other word for it. Um, so, uh, let's talk about Buddy's eight goals. Um, 
it's, it's a good effort. I'm not going to take that away from him. I'm not going to take that away from Sydney. They they won. They deserve the win. But I do think they need to find some more diversity in the forward line. Um, they just can't rely on Buddy on in his eight goals. Um, if you can do that every day, game, good on them. Honestly, good on them. But it's not that they don't have the ability to. It's it's just being like one player, like forward line, uh, there's going to be problems. They're really going to sort of like struggle if they can't get somebody else um, start kicking a bag of goals for them as well. Um, but good on them. I honestly I think they're, they're like a really, really strong side. It's absolutely incredible. Um, Tom Mitchell getting 54 possessions uh, against Collingwood. I mean, like, is this just because he's, you know, a fucking great player? And he is. Or is it just Collingwood's fucking terrible? Because that's that's just unacceptable. 54 is just insane. Especially when you talk about, like, you know, getting 25 to 30 possessions a game. is <laughs> having, like, an excellent game, generally speaking. Um, but 54, I mean, that, that's... That's got to be, like, structural issues in Collingwood. Um, people have been talking about it in the media. But it's just, Jesus Christ, 54 is just nuts. Um, so good on uh, Tom Mitchell for that. I, I think he's, he's definitely going to get, like, three points um, in Brownlow's for his efforts. Um, so the Ablett's first game, um, first of all, it's important to point out that Dangerfield uh, wasn't playing. Um, that's... That's, uh, yeah, you know, Dangerfield is the Brownlee medalist. And, um, next week, I do think it'd be interesting to see if uh, Ablett, Selwood and Dangerfield will play. I think, um, you know, that's that's what Geelong fans are waiting for. That's why AFL fans are just kind of curious about how that goes. Um, the, the win wasn't convincing, I will say that. Um, I, I do think that um, with Max Gorn missing, um, right, about like 18 seconds to go, I think he marked it, and... Uh, <laughs> It, it was a bad miss. Um, but about a minute before, Clayton Oliver um, sort of did the same thing. He could have... Um, I think he could have drawn even. Or maybe even got like one or two points ahead. Um, if he kicked a goal, but he didn't. And Max Gorn's just kind of... Uh, <laughs> basically taking the rap for it. I mean... You know, him like sort of like grabbing his head and like cradling, man. He was, he was gutted. Absolutely gutted. Um... In my previous video, I said that uh, I don't think Albert's going to do too well. And, well, apparently he's proven me wrong. There we go. Um, he's probably going to get Brownlee votes for that effort as well. He was he was good. Obviously, you know, 39 disposals. As I just said with the Tom Mitchell thing, that was 25-30. A really good game, 39. The end is just an amazing effort. Um, my apologies, I was wrong. Um, over the weekend as well, starting with the Carlton Richmond game, uh, basically straight away... Uh, people have been talking about the umpires. Um, there was five 50 meter penalties given to Carlton, and the AFL has since come out so that two weren't there, and another one was a marginal sort of call. Hey, it's always going to be this battle. I mean, like, what do you want? Do you want like stop start football? Do you want like free flowing? Do you want to like see guys running around, um, like taking on the game, or do you want? The umpires blowing whistles every like two or three minutes. You can't have both, and this is what AFL fans um, sort of just aren't really like grasping at the moment. Um, like me included. Don't get me wrong. You always want to see your team get the you know calls that swing the game in your favour. Um, 
there's also a questionable free kick, well, at least two calls that went against Carlton uh, with uh, Daisy Thomas. He got a really awkward mark. Um, the replay showed clearly, clearly marked it. Uh, and the umpires, uh, sorry, um, so he marked, he marked it. It was like real low on the ground and got called to play on. Uh, I think it resulted in turnover. I could be wrong. The other one was like a real dodgy sort of weird hand ball where he just like basically punched it and that was a uh, given away as a throw. Um, the umpire came out, I think in three quarter time, uh, said that basically he has to call it how he sees it. And I think that's pretty much, um, basically I can't see how that's going to happen unless you have some sort of auto ref who, auto umpire, sorry, um, who sort of gives away every sort of slight infraction, every slight deviation from the rules. Um, I really do like the human element and like the fact that, you know, the umpires do make bad calls and make bad wrong calls uh, in games. I, I do think that's um, a big part of the game and we need that in the game. Um, there's also uh, Collingwood fans uh, sort of kicking up a stink about Tom Langdon's free kick um, where he took out Jack Gunson's legs. Um, that's that's like a no-brainer for me. Um, basically, he just came barrel rolling, took out, basically, like, shinned him. Um, I, I, I don't get it. You know, he could have pinned his legs down and, like, taken out his leg, and we could have ended up with, like, a uh, Nathan Brown sort of situation, if you remember that. Um, where he just got his leg fucking shattered, like his knee injury. It's it's a free kick, man. Every single day of the week, I don't care who you are. You got no, you can't do that. I don't. I fucking Collingwood fans. Um, Richard Douglas's suspension as well was a big. It was a hard hit on Zach Merritt and took uh, Merritt out of the game. Um, to me, it looked like shoulder. I am a Crows fan. <laughs> uh, I don't want to see him suspended. Obviously, he's a he's easy like. Uh, um, definitely deserves his top uh, spot in the um, first side, but I know for me there wasn't much in it. He was gone for the ball. He was unfortunate. He was bleeding from the mouth, so um, you know I, I do understand why it's reported. Um, he, uh, Rich Douglas, has also uh, challenged the uh, suspension. Those um, we find out tonight. It's Tuesday, about twelve twelve thirty at the moment. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. If that's just you know, the AFL collecting another $10,000. Um, I think the only other time anyone's challenged it was, uh, is it, is it Sam Gray, Robbie Gray, oh, no, one of the greats from Port Adelaide, uh, basically cops the uh, $10,000 fine because um, he got uh, failed. Um, he failed in his uh, attempt to get his suspension overturned. Um, and my thoughts about that were like, are they only going to do it with like the big name players? Um, now, Richard Douglas isn't quite um, a big-name player. If it was like Rory Sloan or something, like $10,000 every single um, time he gets, you know, uh, looked at. Or, like, you, you can't... Like, every, every team would for their big players. Ablett, Selwood, Dangerfield. Um, I'm trying to think of someone from the Gold Coast, but I can't because that would suck. Um, yeah, if the Bulldogs had, like, Bob Tompelli, again, 2000 Basically, all the big-name players... Well, their clubs would shell out $10,000 in a hope of, you know, getting um, them available for the next round. It's just, like, it's just not, not even, it's like, yeah, $10,000. Um, 
Dangerfield's copper fight, yep, ten thousand dollars. Someone's out for three games or like punching someone, you know, it's just it's just absolutely no review. But Rich Douglas is sort of interesting. He's um yeah, quite not quite on that level. He's not an elite player. Um but yeah, we'll see how this sort of turns out during the week. Personally, I think the AFL's just revenue raising. I don't think uh, I, th- I, th- I don't think he's going to play uh, next weekend. I I hope he does, but you know, I don't. I really don't think he'll be in the lineup for the Richmond game. Um, I do I do want to talk about a couple of injuries as well. Uh, first, Tom Liptore, he's out for the season. Done his knee. Yeah, it sucks at the Western Bulldogs. Um, yeah, their game wasn't great at all. He was knocked out in the first quarter. His knee was just done. Um, you just saw him uh, sort of limp off over the boundary line, and you just knew he wasn't getting up, and we're not going to see him again. It's, it kind of sucks for them. Um, the Bulldogs had a really disappointing year last year, especially on the uh, back of their premiership. It was just it was just a fall from grace. Um, but the more interesting one is uh, Paddy Ryder. Uh, he's four to six weeks out with an Achilles injury. Um, I think Port really have a, uh, uh, a challenge um, or an opportunity, shall we say, um, to sort of develop some of the other guys in the ruck. Now, Paddy Ryder's probably one of the top three ruckmen in the competition. Um, and uh, for the rest of their Port Dockers game, they I saw Westhoff a lot in the ruck. He's a, he's a smaller guy. Uh, Paddy Ryder is a big, big dude. Um, just solid, solid motherfucker. Um, Westhoff's just a tall, lanky, um, sort of, like, he just can't, like, impose himself as uh, physically as uh, Paddy Ryder can. Um, uh, names that were thrown around were uh, Charlie Dixon, Anthony the Rock, it would be interesting. Um, now that they've obviously shown, like, that diversity in their forward line, he doesn't need to be down there as much. I, I think... Um, it's going to be a real good test, especially playing Sydney at Sydney. Um, see how they go. I, I think that will shut up like Port Power fans when the um, this weekend. You know, are they pretenders? Are they contenders? I think that's going to be the match of the round, just easily. Um, I can't wait to see it. Um, I'll just quickly run through the upcoming uh, round as well. Um, so I'm just on sports bet here, just having a look at the odds and things like that, and Adelaide. <laughs> for some reason, uh, is favourite against Richmond. That's not great odds, but, you know, um, I know that we've got a couple of uh, our guys back, but I can't see it. They need to really, really step up their game to even be competitive. Um, I think Richmond all the way in this one. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how Richmond travel into state as well. Uh, so North Melbourne versus St Kilda. St Kilda, yeah, it's probably going to be a complete non-affair. They just, like, both teams aren't playing good football at the moment. I know St. Kilda won, but it wasn't, it wasn't a convincing sort of uh, win by them. Carlton, um, they definitely stepped up a bit. Um, they were competitive against Richmond, and I don't think anyone really expected that. Uh, I think they should win comfortably against Gold Coast. Collingwood and GWS, I think it's going to be, uh, again, a landslide. I think Collingwood suck. Just, I hope their midfield sort of has a look at itself. I hope the coaching team has a look at, like, you know, what they can do um, differently to become, like, a little bit more competitive. But, uh, honestly, I think it's just going to be a whitewash again. Uh, Melbourne should just dominate Brisbane. Essendon should 
beat Fremantle. But, you know, it is over in the West, so we should we shall see. Um, but I think it should be a fairly easy win for Essendon there. Uh, Western Bulldogs against West Coast. Uh, Western Bulldogs are the favourites. Are you out of your mind? Like, I just I just think the Western Bulldogs strike me as a lazy team. You know, they're just sort of coasting for like the last year and three weeks or whatever, how long the RJLT's gone on for. But I've just seen nothing really special. And now with Libertoria, I know he's not their best player, but he's definitely... Um, He's definitely going to hurt their chances of, you know, winning consistently as well. Uh, Sydney versus Port Adelaide. I think Sydney are going to win. Um, but as I said, like, this is Port Adelaide's chance to put up or shut up, uh, basically. Um, and for my money, this is definitely going to be the match of the round. I think Sydney's going to win. Um, but I think it's going to be a lot closer. Um, I was really impressed with their uh, new recruits in Port Adelaide. Um, and even, like, the midfield. Uh, for what I saw, um, did a really good get job uh, on the weekend against Fremantle. And Geelong versus Hawthorne, I think it's going to be like one of those games where you just got to have to watch it. Um, you know, to see, you know, Selwood, Danger, and Ablett, I think this is going to be, you know, a really, really good game to watch as well. Um, so, yeah, there you are. That's basically the talking points from round one and my thoughts on the upcoming round. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, and fuck Collingwood. <laughs>